This is Into the Fatherverse, episode one. We're recording January 30th. I'm your host, Trey Stevens, joined by Tim Rose, Claire Vindas, and Fred Metcalf. Wave. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Fred's too good to join us on video, but... Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, this will be your favorite. Yeah, he'll be the favorite because you can't see him. <laughs> uh, this is basically just a podcast group of dads that like to game, that are nerds, geeks, sit around talking about uh, other things that dads or parents that are busy might enjoy doing um, or learning about. Uh, so I'll start with myself. Um, I've got a little girl. She's... About to turn two, so uh, as the other guys know, it makes you extremely busy. Uh, definitely keeps you on your toes. What about you, Tim? I've got three little girls, one teenager, and two below that. I'm not gonna go through ages because they're just kind of random ages. Nothing, <laughs> oh, nothing man. noteworthy, but they're young, yeah. older than toddlers. Yeah, I, I would say it's surprising you of all people can make because I have one girl, let alone three. I would go crazy. What about you, Clay? So I have one little girl. She is two and one month, I think. So she's uh, very close to your kid, say. Yeah. And yeah, it's quite a handful. Gets gets easier and harder every day. I don't know how it's possible, but it happens. <laughs> I agree with that. And Fred? Yeah, so I have a daughter. She turns um, 14 months next week. So, the youngest of everyone, but man, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's fun. I know none of us would change it for the world, but having little yeah. girls on top of that and working full-time, it gets hectic. We're a few minutes in now. Have we actually mentioned the name of the podcast? I did as we started yeah, it. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> but just to remind everybody, it is Into the Fatherverse. It may or may not be a play on words from another movie, but we'll just go with it. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I don't know. No idea. <laughs> uh, and I will say, we are recording this early in the morning, so this podcast is brought to you by caffeine. <laughs> well, I, 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 I was going to say, I think Clay's drinking milk over there. No, I was drinking uh, orange juice, but it's already out. Time for a refill. I like how uh, cheerful we are when we're saying, uh, when we're talking about our kids and how old they are, we're like all like, yeah, I have a... <laughs> two-year-old man it's hard dude it, it's so exhausting but it's so much fun at the same time yeah i totally get it you know we can't let our uh, significant others listen to this podcast <laughs> they're gonna hear the intro and they're gonna be like you motherfuckers don't do anything <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well uh mine doesn't speak english so <laughs> well, there we go <laughs> you got lucky well so we did uh, make this podcast mainly as just a reason for us to get together and talk about games and what we've been doing. So we'll get into that now. Um, I mean, has anybody been playing any new games or games they want to talk about? Or movies or shows or books or anything? Okay, so uh, this week I haven't actually had a lot of time. So all I've been playing is um, Hades mm -hmm. and World of Warcraft, which I play weekly. Like I have played weekly for I don't know, 10 years, something like that. Weekly so that, or daily? Oh, I mean, <laughs> now that I have a kid, it's like weekly because I don't have time to play yeah. 
play WoW every day, but like that's what I've been playing. So you, you're going to hit a lot about that because I play it every week. Yeah. And <clears throat> yeah, we raided yesterday. Uh, I'm on a late night raiding group because, you know, uh, with the kid and all, I don't have really have the time. I thought I actually thought um, I wasn't going to be able to raid again anymore when my kid was born. And then I found out, like, uh, in the guild, there's a bunch of parents and busy people. So we made this raiding team at that raids at midnight. And it's been working really well. And I'm also very, very tired because yeah. we raided at midnight yesterday. And, yeah, and we've, uh, I know uh, most of you have, I don't know about Tim, but I know at least Trey and Fred have played Hades. That's mm -hmm. just an amazing game. Yeah, I have. I played when I first came out. How far have you guys actually gotten? Shut up, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> you know how yeah. far I've gotten. I have not beat the last boss, and it is irritating the living crap out of me. And I, I actually haven't made it to the last boss yet. Mm. Like, uh, I get to Theseus, I think it is, mm. which is, I think it's the boss before the last boss. And I've only beaten him like, I don't know, like two or three times. But after that, you go to, to these, I don't know, these holes you have to complete before going to the last boss. And they, like there, they added this, uh, I don't know, this poison debuff. Yeah, like yeah. And that, man, like I cannot get over that. Like I start losing health left and right and have never make it to the last boss. You, you go the first time you go in, you're like, oh, this isn't that bad. It's just a couple yeah. of rats, and the next thing you know, you... <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that we're on our Hades talk, but might as well. Uh, yeah, dude, that poison wrecks you. Like I'm constantly running to the fountain to clear the poison, but then you get it right back. Yeah, so, so that's why I cheese it. Use the uh, the gun. It's so easy. You just go in, spam the uh, um, the mortar. It just clears the room. Yeah, especially if you get the hammer buff that splits your mortar into like six bombs. It's ridiculous. Yeah, um, I think we'll, we're, we actually have a segment specifically about Hades today, so we're going to get there uh, to talk more in depth about that one. Yeah, definitely. Tim, what have you been up to? Uh, well, so are we waiting to talk about Hades? Uh, I mean, we can talk about Hades yeah, full in depth now if you want. Might as well. I was just I was just curious. I know we have a whole segment dedicated to it, but I mean I know it's a lot of companies' actual game of the year, despite mm -hmm. you know the Last of Us two winning like the the big ones. Yeah. Um, most other places, especially you know, like the player votes, voted for Hades, mm -hmm. so everybody kind of expected it to win. Um, and well deserved. I liked it. I played it for a couple days straight, and then I haven't picked it up since then. But I mean, I really I enjoyed it. So. Yeah. I mean. We might as well just keep talking about Hades at this point. Yeah, I think, and I love mythology too, so that was that yeah. was easy for me. Yeah, it was a very good. Uh, we're gonna try to every week do a recommendation, either on a game, a movie, book, something that busy parents can you know fill their time with. I know, I think most of us play when our daughters are asleep because it's just easier. But Hades is a good game to play, even when they're awake, because uh, what 15, 20 minutes for one run. But on top of that, you can pause and, or quit after each room is cleared, which is extremely nice. It's such a well-rounded game for being a, what is it, a roguelite at this mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. You know, 
each time you die, the story continues, which really just, they did such a good job investing in those characters. You know, even if you die two times, you know, back to back, you know, not very long runs, there's still somebody there to interact with, with some new content to listen to or it's yeah, they, so well done. They, they did a really good job of incorporating the game uh, mechanics into the storyline, which most mm -hmm. games don't do it that well. But this one, they did a really good job. Dying in it is actually kind of fun slash funny. So and I don't get as mad when I die. Well, yeah, there's been a couple times where I've just stood and stuff. So I did die because I had, uh, you know, darkness I needed to spend or I got the last key I needed to upgrade the mirror. And, uh they just, they did such a good job to keep you encaptured in it. And I mean, to me, it's probably my game of 2020. It'd definitely be my parents' game of 2020, just because it is so easy and it manages your time so well. Yeah. Was it you, Trey, or was it Clay? One of you guys recommended it to me towards the beginning, right after. That was my, me. Yeah, it was like right after my daughter was born and whatnot. And it was just, this game is perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so, so for people that don't know about it, like Hades is a game by uh, this studio called Supergiant Games. They have, uh, like their previous games are uh, Bastion, Transistor, and Pyre. Uh, very popular games, very well made. Uh, but this one is their first, their first uh, foray into row lights, right? And they just made a, an incredible job at it. At it. And, the music is great, the animation, the gameplay, everything works perfectly. So in this game, you're the son of Hades and you're trying to escape Hades the place, like, like hell, you know? And every time you die trying to get out, you come back uh, to the beginning, to the house of Hades, because you cannot die. So uh, what I, I really like roguelites. I like uh, Biden of Isaac, Enter the Gungeon, stuff like that. And this is the first time I've seen like they they take this uh, mechanic and they just mix it so well within the lore because people react to you coming back because you're a god. You can, you can, uh, you you will never die. You just you are just reborn in the house of Hades, right? So they made it to work uh, perfectly with the with the lore, uh, with the story, and and how people notice you're back and how sometimes you beat a boss and then you meet them back in the house. It's just. It's just amazing. Yeah, it really I like, is. I like how we're really branching out on episode one. Where we're like, have you guys tried playing Game of the Year? <laughs> <laughs> have you guys heard of this small game that won every award? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really really like, uh, you probably never heard about it because, you know, it's just the Game of the Year for most, <laughs> <laughs> most You got to tune into our podcast to hear about this little tiny game that everybody has played yeah. and heard about. <laughs> yeah, I know for a fact, like, uh, a bunch of, of of parents and just all around busy people mm -hmm. don't have the time to to check the news. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anymore, so, yeah. And, and honestly, yeah. when this game came out, it was a real sleeper. Like, mm -hmm. I have a lot of friends where I'm like, hey, play, try playing Hades. They're like, oh, no, I heard of it, but I didn't try it. I'm like, dude, it's, it's like Game of the Year. Like, it's yeah. really fun. Yeah, the thing is, uh, it, it, uh, sorry, it came out as, as a, how is it it's called, like, when they are not finished? Oh, it's yeah. in beta. Early it access. Early access for, like, a year. So, yeah, yeah that, that didn't help for the overall hype when it came out. Well, it, and the reason why I bring it up here is, yes, it is basically game of the year. Uh, but number two is, 
it is so time friendly and good mm -hmm. for parents you know uh yeah we can go on and on about how it's good but again as we've said it did get game of the year it's just you know being able to quit after clearing just a single room and then when you start the game back up you're at that room yeah it, for me is perfect you know if my daughter wakes up and i gotta quit man i don't want to lose this whole run no it, it saves it as well as you know hey if they're playing you've got 15 minutes you can probably do a full run and it's really easy to come back to too like that's important to yeah. me especially like rpgs like i play a lot of the elder scrolls and mm -hmm. it's very typical for me to play a game take a break come back and then go well i have no idea where the hell i am i'm starting over so like yeah, yeah I, I don't know who i'm talking to i don't know what quest i'm on i guess i'm starting a whole new character i probably got about you know 15 characters going in all of elder scrolls because i just but with this game you just pick it up and it's like oh yeah i know what i'm doing i know what level i am i got my goals and so that's important but, to me and every single run's different too depending on what weapon you pick so mm -hmm. you are almost starting over just by picking a different weapon I do like the fact that it's 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 satisfying progression because even though you know every time you die you have to start all the way over from you know the first room but it doesn't feel i don't know like diablo is kind of a good example where that game every time you start over like i hated i hated it because it was just too much of a grind but with hades at least which i understand hades and diablo are not the same but they're both dungeon crawlers but yeah. like I don't know, like the the level system, you know, using your darkness to upgrade the mirror and the weapons, and it it, it makes the progression a lot more fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because even if you die mid run, like you're getting something out of it. It's not you didn't didn't lose that time you spent. Like you 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 can use the darkness you got and get stronger. Yeah, that's that's some something that is actually missing. Uh, not to bring uh, WoW again, but. That's something that's missing from uh, Torghast, which is the, mm -hmm. the roguelike element they added to World of Warcraft. Um, uh, what happens there is if you die to the last boss, for example, you get nothing out of the run. So people mm -hmm. get mad about it. But in, in games like Hades, if you die, you can still, uh, you still get something out of it. Like you still get darkness in this case that helps you uh, improve and be, be stronger for the next run. So you don't yeah. feel like you like you were losing your time, just wasting your time. Yeah, we barely have time as is to play games. The last thing I want to do is waste it. Right. That's that's exactly what it comes down to. Well, so as we said, that was our suggestion of the week. Uh, it happened to be Hades. Uh, let's go back to what we've been doing. Tim, have yeah. you been doing or playing anything besides Hades? Um, mostly I try to stick to games where I can play it put it away and you know nothing changes so I, I do play a little bit of like Fortnite, warzone stuff uh halo stuff i can do a round or two and then leave it and come back but as far as like what i've been like playing playing i usually play animal crossing new horizons because i can play that with my kids so yeah. that's that's actually really important to me they're all three into gaming um because i kind of forced it on them i said you're either a gamer <laughs> or get out of the house so i, I think that's the plan for all of us <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, like, my oldest is really into Fortnite. That's why I play it, because oh. she's a teenager, so that's kind of her thing. So that's kind of our bonding time, as I say. I'll be in the basement, and you'll be in the opposite side of the room. I don't even want to see you. Just turn on your mic only when I tell you to, and we're going to play video games. So yeah. that's my parenting level 101. <laughs> now, do you take the approach of, like, do you team play and, like, co-op with them? Or do you go the other side and you just, like, fucking destroy them every just, game? Just, oh, no. Um, <laughs> no, we do, we do team things. And I'm trying to teach them how to, like, play play as a team. 
which has been a really big learning experience, like in Call of Duty or even Fortnite, where I'm like, they're like, well, there's gunfire, let's run over there. It's like, no, 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 there's gunfire because two people are already fighting. You don't run in there. <laughs> I'm getting flashbacks to my dad teaching me how to drive. <laughs> or they're also gunfire. <laughs> I mean, might, might as well. <laughs> But um, Animal Crossing turn. is what we usually play when we're all in the same room, and you know, it's you can have up to four people playing at one time, so that's that's the bonus for that. Plus, I like life simulator games, so yeah, we play the crap out of Animal Crossing. Well, at least my girlfriend does because it is super um, child friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but biggest complaint there, and why I don't get onto it much, you can't do anything. Like, you can do so much, and then they were just like, we're gonna like put all of this stuff that you could potentially do in the game but you actually can't use any of it yeah that's been my biggest complaint is every single item is non-interactable so fred did you just call your girlfriend a child yeah i was gonna leave that alone <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know that <laughs> my wife likes to play it because it's kid friendly so. yeah i was like hopefully <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> listen to this like, even her <laughs> He's like, uh, even her, like, I'm going to have a visit from like the, the feds after this. <laughs> no, uh, my daughter, she loves to, uh, to watch it. Yeah. So like, that's kind of, it's actually the cutest thing. Like, you know, she will want to watch it. So she'll walk over and grab the switch controller and then walk up to, uh, you know, her mother and my girlfriend and just start beating her with the controller until she's like, okay, okay, okay. I'll put on animal crossing. I wish and my that's... daughter did that. Yeah, no doubt. That's really important, too, and probably a theme, at least with my suggestions, is, like, with me having three different kids, plus my wife does like to come in here every now and then. I'm in a studio, by the way. Um, and I have to play games that are at least semi-kid friendly um, because, like, I can't pull up Witcher. I can't pull up Cyberpunk. I can't, you know, all these games I have to play at night. So, like, I, I eventually got used to playing games that, you know, I, my kids can just walk in on me and I'm, I'm you know, not having a gratuitous sex scene or something. So. <laughs> well, Which, back to Hades. Or playing video games. I was going to say, Hades is somewhat child-friendly. Like, it's it's highly animated. So, mm-hmm. like, the gore, the limited gore that's in it, which is not much, is very, 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 um, I don't know. Cartoony? Yeah, it's very cartoony. So, like, it's not, it's not like Battlefield where it's super vulgar and very realistic or you know quentin tarantino movie it's just it's very cartoony so like it's not bad um language is fine there's not really any language issues no worse than what than you know you'd see on a pg-13 movie in my opinion mm-hmm. so obviously parents discretion but i don't feel bad playing that around my kid yeah uh back on that so fred besides hades and animal crossing have you been playing anything or doing anything i've been playing the absolute crap out of smite i am huge into mythology so i've i've played smite since it was beta back in like 2013 2012 somewhere around there uh, and season eight hit this past week so i've been no lifing smite it's a moba for those of you who have never heard of it but it's kind of like saying like oh you've never heard of smite this great moba but it's also gotten multiple awards so pretty sure everyone knows what that is but it's super um time friendly you know you can do the standard game mode which does take like 30 to 45 minutes that one's not as nice but it has like seven different game modes and those all last about 10 minutes 10 to 15 depending on how good or bad you guys are 
So I thoroughly enjoy that game. Tim, if you haven't played it, you should, because you said you like mythology. Yeah, um, I, I have it downloaded, and I've never launched it. Um, it actually came to my attention when the Ninja Turtles were uh, an option. So. Yeah, this was the last... Uh, well, okay, so they had skins for them. Yeah, right. I was going to say, you didn't actually have like them as characters, but you know, the season seven, that was the big thing, was the... Uh, mm -hmm. they, they partnered with Nickelodeon, so they got um, skins for like Avatar, uh, mm. Last Airbender, and then they did... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I have been, I mean, I've looked into it and I do have it downloaded, uh, especially since it's uh, free to play in most cases. Um, but much like almost all of my PC games, I download them with the intention of eventually getting to them and then life happens and I never ever get to them, so. I feel that. I, I really like it because like it is completely free to play if you want to do it. It does have a pay to play option, but it's not it's not like EA loot box style, you know. You could pay, I think it's anywhere between $10 and $30. I say that because it's almost always on sale somewhere. You can almost always find a discount code. Um, but the full game costs $30, and that unlocks every god that they currently have and every god that they will have. Hmm. And for people like me who paid $30 back in 2013 when they had like 25 gods, they're currently sitting at like 100 and something now. So it was well worth it. That's a lot of gods. I mean, there's a ton of pantheons. They like they started with the original, you know, the or the common original. Someone's gonna get mad about that one. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the the common, you know, Greek, Roman, um, Egyptian. Yeah, Greek, Roman, Egyptian pantheons, and you know, a couple others. And now they've expanded it where they're doing, you know, Norse. They're doing Hindu. They're doing um they also have like demigods they've done um you know mythical mythology uh like obviously it's all mythical but like um king arthur knights of the round table they've started incorporating those they're basically just going to touch on everything so it's really nice that is really neat and if you're a huge like um mythology freak like i am they've they partnered with um I can't remember what, who it is or like what their name is, but they did partner with someone who's basically a like certified expert in the the field of mythology. So all the characters have like really good backstory. Well, I mean, their backstories are already made, but the characters flow well. Like their skills, their abilities, what they can do flow really well with the character, like the the god or goddesses, um, you know, story. So it's really nice, and you can actually learn about a lot about mythology from it. Hmm. That is really neat. I've probably bored everyone half to dead by now. Yeah, you know. I have to knock off. Oh, I actually downloaded it for the Switch a few days ago because uh, Fred recommended it to me. And it looks like shit on the Switch. Yeah, don't do that. Do, do not get it on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, it looks, looks awful, but it, I still uh, got enjoyment out of it. It's very well made. It's easy to learn. And oh, it's know, super it's, it's super cross compatible. So if you have, you know, you can play it on the Switch and play against me <laughs> on the PC, uh, you're going to lose every time. But you know, all yeah. the different platforms can play gonna, together. I'm gonna try to to fight that, but yeah, probably kick my ass. <laughs> and I like uh, I I don't really play Modeless. I have never played uh, League of Legends or anything like that. And this one caught my eye because it's third person so it doesn't really feel like a mobile like it's not asymmetric 
Yeah, fuck League and, of Legends and Dota. I know I just probably pissed off everyone out there. <laughs> I don't. I, I just don't like that. Uh, I don't know that. Like that asymmetric look from top down, and I don't know. This one doesn't really feel like that. It feels more like like an action game. Yeah, no, I feel like we've derailed this entire podcast, and now this is a Get Hades and Smite podcast. But uh, no, one of my favorite things about Smite and why I've played it for so long, I mean, I've literally played it since beta. Um, it's entirely skill-based, and I don't say that to me that you need to be really good um, because it's got a phenomenal uh, matchmaking system. So if you're, you know, a potato of a player, you will be grouped with other potatoes, so it's not bad. Um but it's you know if you've ever played league of legends you click on someone you do a skill it's going to hit them there's no like dodging and whatnot but with smite it's all skill based so if you know you're going to use raw and use his massive sunbeam cannon to try and snipe someone through a wall and you've got the game sense to know it's coming you can actually jump over it you can sidestep it you, you know you can do really cool things in the game and it, that's just not something most mobas have and another thing about Xena Warrior Princess is no. This <laughs> <laughs> is just gonna be the Greek mythology podcast from now on. <laughs> Welcome to the mythology podcast. Here. Trey is just glazed over. He's like, man, this is boring. <laughs> no, I'm good, man. He already looks asleep. So, hey, I, I got up early. Uh, I guess last person's me. Uh, besides Hades and World of Warcraft, which. I'll give a shout out to our guild over there. It's the last dynasty on the Thrall Horde server, if anybody plays WoW. Um, but besides that, I started a game yesterday called Spiritfarer. I'm enjoying the hell out of it, but haven't played enough of it to really touch on it that much. I mean, you play as a girl who I get the sense has died and is helping spirits move on. Like, I, uh, you know, she's... I don't even really know how to explain it. She's basically Charon. So it, it's pretty interesting. I want to play more of it before I really push it. Other than that, just Transformers. Just, I mean, anybody want to listen to my Transformers talk? No. No. No, no not at all. <laughs> all right. Please, you know, just saying, it's a good show. I know something we could talk about. WandaVision. I heard everybody's a fan of it in this chat. So. I hate you all. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen the newest episode. I don't know. I've only I seen the first two um, episodes. For me, I, the newest episode has brought the show back to a positive rating for me. So, so uh, when you say the newest, you're talking about the fourth episode. Right? I haven't seen the third one either. But oh, okay. Yeah, so you're two weeks behind then. Yeah, yeah, but the first two were really good. I love sitcoms, and they <clears> nailed that sitcom feel. Um, so here's my issue with WandaVision. Um, no issue. Let me just bring out my list here. No. Um, <laughs> is that okay so marvel for the most part is kind of like family friendly yeah and so my kids and i we decided we we're gonna get together on fridays and watch wandavision during supper or whatever um but the problem is is, is like the first episode is dick van dyke second episode is bewitched third i think is like the brady bunch something like that it's like they don't get that reference. They don't. They don't appreciate that. She was no not idea. Kid friendly at all. It is and that too people friendly. Yeah, and they make a lot of um, you know sexual comments and stuff, which is above their head. Like they don't get it anyway. So it's not like terrible, but like I don't know. Like we went into this thinking this is gonna be a, fam a family thing, and like they're making a whole bunch of comments. I'm like, 
okay, they don't get the references, they don't get the jokes, so they really have no reason to watch this. Well, but unfortunately, like most Marvel material, you have to watch it to get the next thing. So. Yeah. You didn't want your kids to learn that, you know, you just do magic to get pregnant? Well, that didn't bother me, but <laughs> there, there was a few jokes I can't think off the top of my head where they were making, like, sexual jokes. I'm like, well, that's kind of weird for Vision, who's a robot to be making, but that's fine. <laughs> right. I, I just needed like... to explain some things, you know, him being a robot and, boom, pregnant. And it's I mean, like... my, my kids did mention, how is she pregnant if he's a robot? <laughs> and so I wanted to be like, well, you know, honey, he, he produces sp- and then when he, no, I didn't. You have to stop right then and there. <laughs> when a man, when, when, when a robot love, love each other, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, like they I did raise the question, it. but they didn't, they didn't care. I mean, but like I think that's kind of the draw of it. Like, is uh, makes you think, is that really Vision? Because like spoilers, Vision is supposed to be dead, right? Mm-hmm. Like spoiler for for Infinity War. So it like brings up the the question of what is going on. Yeah, and it is and, a very slow burn too. And my kids don't appreciate that. I can appreciate that. Yeah, it's like the first two episodes, yeah, nothing happens. So it's all good humor. It's all good parody. But for my kids, it's nothing. So it's if you like that kind of stuff. I personally hate it. I am so bored out of my mind trying to sit through it because, you know, my girlfriend she's been watching it and thoroughly enjoys it. Well. She's starting to enjoy it more, but I, I think it's because, you know, I didn't enjoy watching that kind of stuff growing up. So the, you know, 60s, 70s, and, you know, because it's progressing through the, the eras, those types of sitcoms, I don't like them. Like, it's just not funny. Mm-hmm. It's so dry and boring to me. So, like, I, I applaud you guys for watching it, but no, that's torture for me. But yeah, I actually, growing up, I didn't watch any of those because those are really old and, and my parents didn't really watch that and so and and it's it's not something that would interest me but in this specific case like i know it's I, a weird outdated sense of humor but the fact that that it, there's like kind of a creepy undertone to it and like you know something really weird is going on in the background like that that's what keep me like what keeps me interested in in the show and what's going on next. I think it definitely would have benefited from uh, just releasing every episode at once. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like if you go the like I know what, what I was getting myself into because I watched trailers and shit. So I I know what uh, I kind of know what it's about and I know that they're gonna do this whole uh, sitcom spiel. But if you don't know that and you just go watch that you're gonna be really confused so i think maybe uh if 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 they made it so you can you can just binge watch it like that would probably help a lot i've heard like i was watching this reviewer yesterday reviewing the the episodes and he he said like uh critics actually got the first three episodes instead of the first two Mm. and that's because i've only watched till the third episode and because in the third episode, like, is when the the background plot line, like, what's going on, like, yeah, it kind of starts creeping into the forefront of the show. So maybe if they at least uh, just put out the first three episodes at once, uh, maybe it would have been better received. Because I know it's very divisive, but I quite like it, even though I I'm, I'm not really getting all these references. Mm-hmm. 
but like I know it's supposed to be a silly parody of, of an old show, but this uh, creepy undertone and this mystery of what's really going on in the background is what's what's keeping me interested. Yeah, th this show definitely suffered from releasing 30 minute episodes weekly. Mm -hmm. it, it, if anything, should have been an hour long, if nothing else, all at once. Because, yeah. What, the fourth episode, I, I was honestly, I wrote the show off. By the third episode, I'm like, this is not for me. I didn't realize that when they were parodying the other shows, that they were going to exclusively have the humor of that era, too. Yeah. And a lot of the jokes in the show do not hit. They don't hit with me, and they especially don't hit with my family. So, because I mean, they don't get it at all. But the fourth episode, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody brought this show back up to a very positive rating for me because it does make you appreciate the first three episodes more but in my opinion if you have to get to the fourth episode to be like oh this show's pretty good like you've yeah. missed the mark <laughs> so because we're on two hours right two hours to watch well, like, yeah, oh yeah. i guess this other hour and a half is actually pretty good <laughs> yeah. but a kid-friendly show that really pulls you in on episode one transformers just just transform <laughs> nope nope yes just and on season three of uh, Hercules' legendary journey, they <laughs> say Transformers died in the '80s. Just let it let it stay there. Listen, Transformers Prime is pretty good. Okay, okay. And that was like 2000, uh, two thousand, sometime in two thousands. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's twenty twenty one. Let it go. Yeah, you know, hey. just like twenty years ago. <laughs> hey, you know what? Netflix is releasing some uh, Transformer stuff that just came out last year, and it was fantastic. Mind you, it was only like four episodes, but still. I've skimmed, I've skimmed the newer stuff. I don't think it's too bad. Dude, the War for Cybertron is actually extremely good. Uh, Netflix is doing real well. Uh, all joking aside, now that we got that out of the way, we're going to try to once a week uh, or once every podcast, whether we do this every week or not. Again, we have kids, full-time jobs. We're going to try to do either tech talk or, you know, as cheesy as it is, a recipe that's easy and fun for the family. Uh, this week... Fred is going to go over some good baby monitors or baby monitor suggestions because let's be honest, uh, most dads are pretty anal about security stuff and baby monitors are nice to have, especially if you have, you know, a house, you know, that's relatively a decent size. Being able to keep track of your kids while you're sleeping or they're sleeping is always nice. Yeah, so I'm going to preface this that um, I do digital forensics in my day job, so I am the p most paranoid person you will probably ever meet when it comes to security and cyber and all that stuff. So I researched the crap out of all of these baby monitors um, before we decided, just because, you know, I was paranoid. I wanted something good. It's literally the only way to, you know, see what's happening in her room while she's asleep without walking in there and we all know you never wake a baby <laughs> so yeah i have um <clears throat> we use two baby monitors and it, i know it sounds like overkill but one of them excels in one area and the other one excels in another so together it's a little perfect little combo for us um so the first one i'm going to start with is arlo um arlo is kind of a it's it, it's a bougier one i won't lie it's a little expensive in terms of cameras but uh the arlo baby which arlo is made by like netgear so they're they're not 
terrible. The equipment is actually phenomenal. And I'll, I'll get to some cons in a little bit, but the pros of it, the Arlo baby is, you know, it's a smart baby monitor. So it's, um, it's got a 1080p HD camera. It's got the ability to play music. It's a two-way um, voice. So you can talk through it. I don't recommend it until they get used to it because it'll scare the crap out of a little one. Personal experience there. Um, <laughs> It's got a super good night vision. Um, it's got a rechargeable battery. Um, it's got built-in air sensor, so if you know it's if it's too hot, too cold, if the humidity is bad, um, it also has a um, another sensor to pick up um, biological material in the air, and it just basically lets you know that like, hey, the air quality is not that great. Um, Honestly, the only time I've ever used it is I'll get an alert saying that the air quality is not that good. And that usually means the kid has had an absolute blowout in the sleep. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like she has completely like ripped ass so loud that the um, microphone picked it up, recorded it, and then it triggered the uh, air quality sensor. Um, okay, so that's another thing. It's completely customizable. So it, you know, it glows, it's got different colors. So it's got a built-in little nightlight you can set up. Um, it does play music. You can pick songs. It does have the ability to, you know, record your own stuff or upload your own music to it. Um, it's you can set it up to just record constantly. It's got um, audio triggers, uh, motion triggers, and it, it's just it's a really nice to have. It hooks up to your Wi-Fi, and then it, you have to, you can download the Arlo app, and that was the biggest reason we got it is. I used to travel a lot for work pre-pandemic and it was just really nice that I could be anywhere in the world, open up my app as long as I had internet access and I could pull up the baby monitor and, you know, see what's going on in our room and I guess just be a little creepy dad. Um, but it's, it's, it's really nice. And if you have, you know, other Arlo devices, cause they do an entire home security system, it's all in the app. So you can sit there and monitor your, your baby. And you can also look at the cameras that you might have outside of the house and, that's really nice. The cons to that is one, it's expensive. Um, I think they start at like $300 for it. Um, so a little pricey, but if you're super paranoid like me, it's kind of worth it. Um, it's super secure. I, I meant to mention that it is made by Netgear. So it's actually like really secure. Um, you don't really have to worry about a horror store or someone hacking into it. That doesn't really happen with these. Um, but some of the downsides, the app itself, um, the hardware works perfectly fine. I have no complaints, never had any complaints with the actual hardware itself. It's the app. Every once in a while, you'll go to load the app and 99% of the time it's instant. No problem. Pops right up. But there's every once in a while, you'll go to load it and it'll just sit there spinning, connecting. And it's the most infuriating thing ever because with a baby monitor, that's the last thing you want mm -hmm. is to have to wait. Um, so that's why we supplemented. Oh, uh, and the other thing, it's on your phone. Uh, it doesn't have like a built-in little tablet that you can carry around, it's it's on your phone. Um, so if you want to have an open feed going all night long, you need to leave your phone going or buy another tablet or something and let it run, which is why we also bought uh, the infant Optics uh, DXR8. Infant um, Optics is like world renowned for their baby monitors. These are a lot more reasonably priced. It's at $165. I have that one. 
yeah, it's, same model. yeah, it's really, really good. Their customer support is amazing. Um, it is a, uh, it, it is a video and audio monitor. It's not Wi-Fi. It uses some um, high frequency, not high frequency, high fidelity um, Bluetooth. So it's got good range. Um, my house is pretty large, about three thousand square feet, and we've never had connection issues with it. So highly recommend it if you've got a small house large house it works really really well yeah you seem to have a small house so it should work for <laughs> most people's yeah <laughs> but you know it's uh, it's really good we like it um the picture quality is absolute garbage it's only like 320p it's really bad but it's got a really good uh, microphone um and it, it does have decent night vision um, but the main reason we use it is that it is always running um yeah. unlike the arlo where we have to open it up the Arlo does do push notifications, but if you aren't paying attention, your phone's on silent, you'll miss it. With this one, you know, it's a traditional baby monitor. It's running 24 seven. So when she wakes up and starts to cry, that's how we know, like we, we hear it through that one. So yeah, uh, I highly recommend the uh, Infant Optics DXR8. Um, they use about $160, somewhere around there, but you can find them uh, for cheaper i think i we actually got ours off amazon for like 90 dollars on sale oh that's not bad at all no and their customers uh, customer support is amazing if you have any issues um they're they understand they like they want to be known as like the baby monitor company so yeah. they uh they're super super nice uh, all the reviews that i've ever seen is just like hey my camera's broke and they're like all right cool we'll just send you a brand new one and it's like oh Cool. Now, yeah, which like, baby monitor would you recommend for playing Hades on? <laughs> man, if you could get, if you could set that up, that'd be awesome. <laughs> picture in picture. Yeah, I'm I watching mean, the baby, honey. <laughs> I mean, you can, you can set that up with uh, the Arlo, I'm willing to bet. This thing's nice. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But yeah, no, those are, those are what I use. I'm glad to know that, you know, Clay here uses the... Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, so optics. my house is small enough that I don't feel like I need a, a Wi-Fi based one. And I, I was also uh, very concerned about um, Wi-Fi baby monitors uh, horror stories. Yeah. So I wanted something that didn't actually connect to the internet. So and since I'm always here, like I don't, I don't usually travel a lot. That's perfect for me. And I know like we can just use it when when we were uh, watching a movie or something and she is on, on her room and we don't have to be like preoccupied about someone hacking into it or something like that. Yeah. For the yeah. record, since it's, you know, I'm hope, you know, hopefully we'll have a wide audience eventually. If you're listening to this and you're thinking about getting a Wi-Fi enabled baby monitor or you have one, uh, to prevent yourself from getting hacked, change the freaking default password. <laughs> Just do it. That's where like 95% of all the horror stories come from. Just change the default password and you'll be good to go. I mean, that's probably a pretty good rule for most anything you buy. Just change yeah. the password. And I as a guess. rule of thumb, don't name it or your password after the last name of your family. <laughs> I mean, I see that all the time where it's like, what's your password? Oh, it's uh, Rose in 1986. Oh, it's your name and your birthday. That No one's going to guess that. Perfect. No. <laughs> most common password combination. Not the, not the most common password, because I think the most common password is password. Mm -hmm. But the most well, common password combination is a name, underscore, and year. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, well, that all being said. <laughs> That's pretty funny. People yeah. breaking into your house security. That's pretty funny. <laughs> your no, kids are dumb. Anyway, let's move back to Hades. <laughs> hey, I've, I've heard some stories. Uh, Fred will definitely be our go-to tech guy. Um, he just He's extremely knowledgeable and with what he does for a living. Uh, and Clay, I don't know if you guys can tell with his hat, actually owns a video game store. Uh, Checkpoint. Yeah, right? che Checkpoint video game. It's uh, it's in, in Costa Rica. I'm Costa Rican. I'm still here. Like I'm not in the U.S. or anything. So no. I'm sure I'm sure you knew something was up when you heard my accent, <laughs> and that that's what's going on here. And I I do have a video game retailer here, so it, it's kind it will of be a, coming to the U.S. soon. Take my word uh, for it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so and yeah, I I I also have like access to to a different kind of of uh, gamer demographic so sometimes I, I i think i can add uh uh i don't know different uh, perspective on on mm -hmm. stuff because of that because like people here i don't know they have uh their their video game consuming uh, preferences are a bit different yeah for sure um that being said uh it'd be cool to have people sending emails you know if you want Fred's opinion on tech stuff or our opinions on games, shows, movies, comics, books. Uh, it, it helped definitely start conversations. So if anybody's interested, send an email at into the fatherverse at gmail.com. And we'll try to read maybe one or two of them every podcast, you know, touch on some questions. Again, anything, recipes, whatever you guys want. Uh, it's a podcast of dads talking about geeky stuff and you know, busy lives. This is really an excuse for the four of us to get together and talk. And hopefully, like Fred said, we expand our audience enough that you guys will be more involved, you know, with emails or Facebook. Check out our Facebook page, Into the Fatherverse. Uh, same with our YouTube page where this will be going up, Into the Fatherverse. Mm, and uh, maybe eventually if the audience expands enough and people want us to do Twitch, we'll, you know, that's always an option as well. But and if, now, we, if we seem like we're not very energetic, it's because Trey made us wake up at the <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I, I literally, uh, my wife woke me up and was like, weren't you supposed to do a podcast or like that? <laughs> so I came running, like put on a hat and came running into the room. So I'm still. And I thought it was really weird when Trey messaged everybody, no caffeine. Like that's a new rule for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. No caffeine. No caffeine for you guys, but I drank two cups of coffee. Or like when he showed up at my door banging on it saying, wake up, it's time for the podcast. Like, you guys got I mean, that too, right? This would be a bit weird, yes. Like when, when he actually took my uh, my blanket away from me, I was like, what are you doing here, man? It was kind of, kind of intrusive, but it worked. I, mean, you guys, I like that kind of wake up call. <laughs> yeah, it was really, really weird. Fred didn't have pants on, but who, who wears pants? <laughs> Uh, yeah, the weird part is that he wasn't wearing pants. Not that you were in his bedroom taking his beverage <laughs> off. Know, like, that's, that's, that's usual trade. I mean, that's I was Saturday morning with Trey. So. <laughs> uh, I think we will try to do this every week. Maybe we'll just every week go an hour earlier. Just why, you know, why not? This yeah. week we start at eight. Next week, let's start at seven. Week after, let's start at six. You got that right, Fred? We'll kill you. <laughs> no uh we'll try to do it every week we don't know when we'll record um 
we may try to at least get the upload the same day. Same and with there being four of us, the odds of us always being available. Oh, yeah. And, and this being a father podcast, it's, it's pretty slim, so. Yeah. Or if yeah. somebody gets up in the middle of the podcast. Yeah, on that note, I, I actually uh, won't be able to make it next, next week, so yeah. I hope you all can, because otherwise it would be a very awkward <laughs> podcast with <just> two people. <laughs> It'll just be Tim and Trey just staring at each other. Yeah. <laughs> We've done I it. I mean, yeah, they've yeah. done it. Check out the Nerd Out Outbreak on Facebook. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I know Tim posts a lot on Nerd Outbreak. Um, we will probably be sharing that stuff on our Facebook page. We'll see exactly how that goes. But It's been on yeah. a major hiatus, so we can definitely use the content. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that stuff we can get into behind the scenes. But definitely check into Nerd Outbreak. Check out our page and... Unless you guys have anything else, I think that's the end. I have nothing to plug yet. Someday, maybe. <laughs> maybe. One day, one day. Yeah, I appreciate how the end of this podcast was you guys just plugging my Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, there's, there was nothing better to plug. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you could like my, my store page, but it's all in Spanish and it's <laughs> like the US, so I don't, see the, I don't really see the point. Like, if you want to see, uh, the Spanish gaming memes, you can go there. <laughs> well, all right, guys. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. Bye.